hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money, episode 195. Today, we're answering Mark's request to talk about backdoor Roth IRAs and sharing why it's a little known tool you may want to use someday yourself. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your requests or questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere, so banking fits into your life, not the other way around. The foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. A bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experian Boost and watch your credit score improve by 5 to 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash boost. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. So as I mentioned in the outset, we're going to be talking about something called a backdoor Roth IRA. Double entendres <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Actually, when, uh, when Mark posted this in the Queer Money Facebook group, I think he made a little double entendre joke there <laughs> when he was uh, posting the request for us to talk about this. But these are real things, people. <laughs> they, are, they are definitely real things. Real things that uh, are somewhat complicated, but we're going to try to make them a little bit easier to understand. So first of all, at a high level, what is a backdoor Roth IRA? Well, <laughs> some would say that they're a loophole, but they're illegal and available to everyone. Like most loopholes, they're illegal <laughs> and available to everyone. <laughs> backdoor Roth IRAs are, however, for people who don't qualify for Roth IRAs or individuals who can't invest in a Roth IRA. Remember last week we started talking about Roth IRAs. And the primary reason why people don't qualify for Roth IRAs is because more often than not, they have earned too much money or have too much earned income that year. Yeah, so just a quick review from last week's episode where we talked about the differences between Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs, which is a good foundation for this topic that we're having today. And that's Queer Money episode number 194. So a Roth IRA is a tax-deferred individual retirement account available to one person per account. The maximum that you can earn annually before the phase-outs begin that we mentioned last week, as we discussed in 2020, is $124,000 if you file individually and $196,000 if you're married and filing jointly. And that's individual annual income. Yeah. So here's where it helps to understand the definition of what modified adjusted gross income or MAGI is. We mentioned this last week when we were talking about this whole idea of the max amount that you can earn before you're not allowed to contribute to a Roth IRA or there's a phase out for your a Roth IRA or traditional IRA contributions. What this is, is it is a modified adjusted gross income. So your gross income is the total income you receive from an employer or from your business. 
Adjusted gross income is your total income minus itemized deductions and allowances for personal exemptions. Now, we're getting to, into some tax information here, so we want to just clarify we are not tax accountants. So what we're going to provide here is a high level understanding of, of this information. So if you need deeper information, we definitely suggest you connect with a tax accountant or a financial advisor. But going back to this idea of adjusted gross income, it is your total income minus itemized deductions. Now what's an itemized deduction? Something that many of us no longer qualify for because of our income, but what itemized deduction is, is a deduction that you take based on certain activities. So for example, if you gave $10,000 to your local LGBT charity, it is likely that in that year you would qualify for an itemized deduction where you could take that contribution or donation to that charity as a deduction from your overall income. The other thing that comes out of this when you're figuring your adjusted gross income is the allowances for personal exemptions. Every single one of us gets an allowance for personal exemptions. An allowance for personal exemptions is basically the way in which you file your taxes. It's your tax filing status. So remember this idea of being single, filing individually, or filing married and jointly? That's where you get your personal exemptions. Again, every single one of us has that. So once you've done this calculation, adding up your itemized deductions and your allowances for, for personal exemption, you get your adjusted gross income. So with that cursory overview, the legal definition of a backdoor Roth IRA as provided by our friends over at Investopedia is a backdoor Roth IRA is not an official type of retirement account. Instead, it's an informal name for a complicated IRS-sanctioned method for high-income taxpayers to fund a Roth IRA even if their income is higher than the maximum that the IRS allows for regular Roth IRA contributions. So you may ask yourself, when would someone use a backdoor Roth IRA? And I think this is maybe what Mark was kind of getting at is when would you want to use one? Remember, this is not just a loophole for the rich. It is available to everyone. Everyone can use this. So average earners, individuals who don't always earn above that $124,000 as individuals or $196,000 as a couple, average earners may run into this in situations such as the following. Maybe you've received an inheritance, for, such as maybe your father or mother has passed away, and all of a sudden you get a lump sum amount of money from their estate. It could push you into a state where you no longer can contribute to a Roth IRA, but you want to. Another one, Maybe you had a year in which you sell some stocks in a taxable account and you receive a lot of investment income from those sales. So for example, maybe you sold Apple that you bought 15 years ago and now you're making $200,000 off of that. That would put you in a situation where you may want to use this backdoor Roth IRA. Or let's say you're a real estate agent who earned an abnormally high commission on the sale of one or two properties for this given year. This could put you in a situation where you wouldn't normally may be available to use, but now you are. And now a quick word from our sponsor. 
Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. So the reasons why you'd want to use a backdoor Roth IRA, well, that's because you want the benefits of a Roth IRA. Remember, some of the benefits for a Roth IRA is you're not paying taxes on the investment growth or the withdrawals from the Roth IRA. So in the future, you can take money out and not have to pay on the amount of money that has grown over time. So what are some reasons why you'd want to use a backdoor Roth IRA? Well, it's because you want the benefits of the Roth IRA. Remember, when you're using a Roth IRA, you're not going to pay taxes on your investment growth or the withdrawals when you start taking money out of that Roth IRA. The other thing is you may want to go back and listen to episode 194 where we talked about other benefits of a Roth IRA. Money withdrawn from a Roth IRA, neither the contributions or the growth are taxed. and there's not a minimum distribution requirements. So you're not forced to start taking money out of the Roth IRA at any point in time. You can save it for as long as you want. So a question that might come up in uh, your decision-making of whether or not you'd want to take advantage of a backdoor Roth IRA is, will your taxes be higher while you're working and before retirement or when you're not working after retirement? So as uh, we're getting into the habit of doing, we pulled our Crib Money Facebook group members and asked them, Based on your retirement investments and estimated annual withdrawal during retirement, do you predict your taxable income will be higher before you retire, after you retire, or ouch, this really hurts my head. <laughs> so 85% or 22 people said my taxable income will be higher after I retire, which we thought that was kind of interesting. 12 people or three people said my taxable income will be higher before I retire. And then 4% or one person said, ouch, this really hurts my head. <laughs> if you want to see or contribute to the results of that poll, go ahead uh, over to our show notes page. You can click on the link in the app that you're using to listen to this podcast. Click on that link and it'll take you to the show notes page where you can see the results and then follow up over the link over to the Queer Money Facebook group. Now, let's get back to this whole idea of a difference between a Roth conversion and a backdoor Roth IRA. Many of us are familiar with Roths. Some of us are familiar with Roth conversions. And then not a lot of us are familiar with backdoor Roth IRAs. So what is a Roth conversion? A Roth conversion is taking some or all of the money that you have in an existing traditional IRA and moving it over to a Roth IRA. So you're converting it from being a traditional IRA to being a Roth IRA. Now, when you do this, when you do a Roth conversion, it's a taxable event, similar to withdrawing money from your IRA. Remember last week in the episode, we talked about when you take distributions from a traditional IRA before the age of 59 and a half, you have to pay not only a penalty, but you pay taxes on the money coming out. Well, the same thing happens here. When you're taking money out of a traditional IRA and putting it into a Roth IRA, it's considered a taxable event. So account owners must pay taxes on the amount that they withdraw and then put into the rollover IRA. You're going to pay taxes on the amount that you initially deposited or your contribution and taxes 
on any possible capital gains. So if you had put in $5,000 10 years ago, and now that $5,000 is worth 25, you're going to pay taxes not only on the $5,000 that you put in, as well as the $20,000 that grew. And just to be clear, if you do a conversion, you're not going to be penalized that 10%. You're just going to pay taxes. But you want to make sure you do that conversion accurately and properly so the IRS doesn't come after you. But then a backdoor Roth IRA is different. It's putting money in a traditional IRA and then automatically moving that money from the traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. So this is typically not in an existing IRA. This is basically a, a quick transfer, depositing into the traditional IRA, and then automatically moving that money from the traditional into a Roth IRA. Again, this is a taxable event, but you'll only pay taxes on the amount you initially deposited. You would not have time or investments in the traditional IRA to generate capital gains because no investments should be made with this money. Otherwise, then you would have to look into doing a conversion. We're doing a backdoor Roth IRA. So how would you do a backdoor Roth IRA? What would that, what would that process look like if Mark or somebody else decides to, to do this? So whatever the reason is for why you have this surplus of, of cash, whether it's from an inheritance or a good year in selling real estate, you have this money that you want to somehow get into a Roth IRA for the Roth IRA benefits. Therefore, you would open a traditional IRA and ideally not mix this money with an existing IRA because then you get really complicated and hairy scary there. You want to ideally keep this as a very clean transaction. So you'd open a new traditional IRA, open a Roth IRA if you don't already have one, then you would deposit this surplus of cash up to $6,000 if you're under the age of 50 and a maximum of $7,000 if you're 50 or over into this new traditional IRA. You do not make an investment in this traditional IRA. You immediately convert that money from your new traditional IRA into your Roth IRA. And then at that point, once the transfer is made into the Roth IRA, that's when you go ahead and invest your money. So of course, we're going to add a disclosure here. Before doing any of this, during or after, make sure you're talking with your accountant about how to do this and whether or not it's right for you. We discussed what backdoor Roth IRAs are and how they work, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you or whether they will work for you. If you don't have an accountant or need one, connect with your local LGBT Chamber of Commerce to find someone who can help guide you through this process. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's our Queer Money takeaway for this episode. Whether you make $50,000 a year or $250,000 a year, work with a financial planner. There are all sorts of loopholes that may be appropriate for you, just like the rich, helping you more easily achieve financial security. Unless you work with a professional, you may never know what you could do. Financial planners aren't only for the rich, and there are financial planners out there who get paid by the amount of money you invest with them. If you need a lot of help and ongoing attention, and then there are those who get paid by the hour if you need just a consultation a few times a year. Join us next week when we talk about financial forgiveness, being a little easier on yourself for money mistakes. If you struggle with financial anxiety or depression, you won't want to miss this episode. Remember, we make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. Thanks again, and have a great week. To learn more about how our sponsor, Capital One, is reimagining their local spaces and experiences to have banking better fit your life, visit www.capitalone.com and follow them on social 
at Capital One Cafe. Remember, the foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score Powered by Experium Boost and watch your credit score improve between 5 and 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash boost. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.